And this is the My Real Dad's Name is Paco podcast. It's a hot start. We are live from Jake Adams Basement. <laughs> Maple Grove, Minnesota. That's post-Bell's palsy, JR. Right oh, Doesn't get much hotter than that. Nope. And welcome to the initial debut, first ever preview, official, <laughs> my real dad's name is Paco podcast. I am this week's host, Nick Schaefer, with me as always. The immortal Jake Eichel. The mortal, right? <laughs> the mortal Jake Eichel. <laughs> and Zach Eichel, his right-hand man. Younger brother. Yeah, four years younger, uh, 50 times better looking, and mm-hmm. about 150 pounds less. A lot of people say he looks like an Eichel. <laughs> oh, it's true. Um, so, shall we kick it off with the topic of the week? The topic of the summer? Shall I say? It's fall. Uh, the, the, the summer, you mean the last week? <laughs> the, the Woj bomb? It's been in the 60s, it's been warm. The Woj bomb of the summer. Ladies and gentlemen, Lifetime Fitness's best pickup basketball player, Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Did you see the picture of the team that he was playing with? It looked like the Bradshaw and Bryant Lawfer B team. <laughs> it was the ugliest bunch of like dads. There was a guy with his shirt off who had like a gut hanging out, and it was just... Not pretty. Okay, he's totally well, making that up. But it, it was a very John, suburban life. Yes, John Krasinski it. said it was a lot of guys that were on their lunch break and uh, were playing a little pickup ball and had to go back to work. Jimmy Butler was just hanging out. Well, he's working. He's he's getting through his work rehab, his week of rehab. Right. Well, right. Technically, is he like the guy who's on unemployment, but he doesn't actually have to file for unemployment? No, no, he's fully employed. He has not been fined at all. And the last update from the team, from the president of basketball operations, Tom Thibodeau, is that he is rehabbing for a week, uh, and then, you know, he'll be reevaluated. That was what Tim said on opening day of camp. So he's rehabbing... Which is a complete lie. So he's rehabbing next to a Sarpino's Pizza and a Cub Foods in Plymouth. Well, and and I've heard some people talk about uh, them potentially not being able to start finding him if he doesn't show up because potentially they could go the, you know, hand injury route. Right, which... How how do you eventually, does it become a league grievance? Like, how do you settle that if you don't show up? Because clearly, like, he's he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. He's doing his beach workouts. He's doing his uh, uh, shuffle workouts on the side of uh, oh, on the side of the sound of music set. <laughs> yeah. so, yeah, he he, he, like... po- he posted up against Max Cohn from the uh, from the law firm. Dropped about forty. Yes. No, no, no. I, the I, 60, so. I heard he wasn't shooting that game, and he was only passing. Hmm. Oh, which, so was... which I said he's got a spot on Darley Picky if he wants it. <laughs> Look, so if, if that's gonna be the Jimmy Butler we get, especially in the last thirty seconds of oh games, I really, I really think we should make another pitch to get him to get him on the team. So, right. so he was in Kobe bitch mode then with the, just the passing, like when Kobe was having a sad day and just passed. Oh the ball. yeah, essentially. He, Kobe yes. to shoot, but uh, where, where he was trying to prove a point. But anyways, so why don't we get down to business? Where do we think he's going? Slash, what what realistic trade? <laughs> Would you guys like to see? Well, 
first off, I think the uh, Jimmy's preferred list, which seems to change uh, by 48-hour periods, <laughs> is bullshit because he has no leverage. It, it's essentially anywhere but here. Yes. If you're another GM or president of basketball operations or vice president of basketball operations or uh, whatever title we're using these days for, for who actually makes trades for a team, you don't care that he has like that he has his list no. you got you've got to think that these guys are smart enough like the fact that billy king is no longer in the front office in a league these guys are smart enough to get that jimmy butler can change his mind on a 48 hour period so you you got a chance to sign him but in essence it's kind of like the paul george trade like he's half a rental player he's half you you have a chance to sign him well he, here's my take is that jimmy butler is not the typical guy i mean yeah south beach is in his plans but he also really likes george Strait and working at denny's so i think i mean any team is fair game at this point you could ship him yeah. to indiana yes. they have plenty of yes. denny's the fact the fact country <laughs> music's big there mike pence is from there Ooh, he is <laughs> indiana's got this weird that weird you know Southern, but it's a northern northern city. Okay, well, let's okay. Be real, he's going to Miami. So that that's where you're thinking he's gonna go. Yeah. And who are they getting Jake Eichel, who hasn't <laughs> watched yeah. basketball uh, okay. consistently Obviously, since the nineties? Okay, here we go. Here Obviously, we go. Jake's no. got to like Haslam <laughs> in this trade coming back. Great uh, player. They are getting Harold Miner. They are mm. also getting possibly Danny Ferry. Ooh. Um. Actually, they're probably getting, like, two draft picks, and what's his name? Hashim Whiteside? Does he uh, still play there? Hashim, yes. I like the uh, minor move because you know that if even the Wolves franchise goes down again, we like to have our dunk contest. Yes. Yeah. He's the baby and Harold Miner could serve that role. Um, so you have no idea who they're getting back. You think he's going to Miami. Well, here's what they'll probably get. They'll probably get a Euro player. They'll probably oh, get a player on the... They'll probably get a tall guy on the downside and then a couple draft picks that will never pan out because that's every trade the Wolves have ever made. Pretty much. Uh, and, and uh, yeah, Kevin Love, the Wiggins trade. Well, the Kevin Love trade was a w- w- Wiggins Both is too busy playing Fortnite right now. So mm, uh, He is a bit. He likes to be with his brother. Praise him. He's a brother. <laughs> Apparently, Wiggins has like seven or eight siblings. Like, he's got a big family. Well, there's yeah. not much to do in Canada besides So Fortnite. you got to think the Wiggins family was maybe that's true. Maybe they were divided on the Jimmy thing. Maybe all of them, you know, weren't supporting the trade. Like his brother-in-law who tweeted out and then Jimmy sent a response video. I like the, <laughs> oh, the, I like the NBA continuing to become more and more like... Steven Jackson, yes. who I would not F with. Good God. Well, his, he's crazy. His, his point about somebody getting passion for the game is not... I mean... <sighs> yeah, it, Wiggins... It, you know, I he, thought after the talk... I thought after Glenn sat down, uh, we had three good games. Okay, okay. The, the problem with Wiggins is, yes, his motor is real cold, but Wiggins and Butler are essentially the same player. Wiggins is not a spot-up shooter. Wiggins is yes. a slasher, attacker of the rim, and when he's told to go and be Kevin Love or uh, yeah. Chris Bosh, go sit in the corner, of course his numbers are going to go down. It's he's, not a good fit. It made no sense. These guys are both never going to light it up from three. And and occupy the same space. Well, when you that's... think about it, you've got a when you've got a. I mean, Carl can be outside, but I didn't. I didn't think he got enough touches in the paint last year. So I didn't get you, enough and, touches and Tosh in general. Can't, Tosh can't shoot threes. Nope. So that's a lot of traffic inside the three point line. And you then know you've got who's a, a... Point shooting point guard who won't pull the trigger? Right. Who would have been a really nice power forward, white, tall? I think he's. You know, uh, Euro? European, 
guy that played at Arizona oh. would have been a nice pickup. Oh, Luke Walton. <laughs> Are you talking about uh, Markinen? Pa- Paulo Lund- Markinen. Lund- Markinen. Lund- Markinen. Started uh, on a bad anyways, Miami. okay, so Jake thinks Miami, Miami. with whoever. Yeah, for White Side, Nick Harold thinks. Yeah. I like. I like. I got two. I got two perspectives. And by the way, I want to say this. I have about a one percent confidence ratio that this is right because I think he could end up anywhere. I think he could be on the team in two months. I think he'd be on the team playing unhappily, and then get traded in two months. Like anything yep, yep. could happen. This is, this is, you know, and annoying if the Wolves is going to be a circus. But, like, <laughs> this is the fact that apparently the asking price is so high. I hope that's just a negotiating tactic. But, like, I honestly, I would love to trade uh, for Ben Simmons for Jimmy Butler. I, 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 I think, think it's I, not going to happen. I think, so, um, Tibbs and uh, Layden are so tight-lipped, nothing leaks on no. their end. No. All of this information is coming from Butler's agent, and other teams trying to yes. get the Wolves to yes. to freak out Glenn Taylor to get the Wolves to make which a trade. Is, which is a smart it's move. It's a smart because move. Because Glenn's he's, he's an old man. He's confused. <laughs> but, but that's the thing. So I don't think, yes, the Wolves asking price is high, but I don't think any team's actually offering a legitimate no. trade no at this point. No one's offering anything. And, and, and I think you've got it's to just wait. garbage. You're like, better off waiting for someone else. To do, I mean, do you think Philly was actually offering faults in a trade? No. no, God no. It, of course, I, I could. I think he's worthless. I think you give him another year of shooting. I think there's a reason he was the first overall pick. Maybe. Were, were yeah. they offering? Like I would, I wouldn't dump guys because it can take longer for other guys to. No, develop. exactly. Look um, at Chauncey Billups. I, I heard some uh, steam in the same Plymouth Lifetime the other day. Ooh. Was that in the uh, steam room? Somebody was pushing. No, it was not. Do not. He was go. pushing something. Do not, <laughs> the steam room, sure do not go into any closed door rooms in a Lifetime Fitness. It's not safe. The uh, St. Louis Park, no, no, what no, I just, heard, was a place uh, for a lot of hot gay sex back in the mid. <laughs> <laughs> Champlin, Champlin in the late 2000s was a lot of teen, you know. A lot of teen in that, uh, yeah, well, in the Brooklyn, swimming area. Well, the Brooklyn Park one, how many used condoms did you find there before they closed that shit? Only people, one. A lot of people say that was employee based, though. A lot of people say that was in the break room. Um, so this guy was pushing, and it's a combination we get, uh, was pushing Covington. In the premise of the classic, what this team's been searching for forever. Oh, a guy can launch threes and lock down D and doesn't need the ball. Sure. Which, I'm actually a big supporter of not trying to get a star or something, of getting pieces for this. I mean, it's got to be the right pieces, but I mean, I'm a... You know, I'm a true believer in the Shaq and Kobe system that you have two star players, and you but then a third star player doesn't necessitate. And, and, and mind you, it's one championships. You have to have the perfect third banana. It's very hard. Like who is the third banana like, on that team? Terrence or no, no, nobody Bosch. was. That was oh, like yeah. role player. That was the role. It player was film. Derek Fisher, yeah. Robert Ory, yeah, Glenn Rice at the end it's of his the same career. Same thing as the, the Jordan Pippen setup. Sure, I like the two players because then you get better role players. You're saying the two alpha them. dogs, yeah, and go, everybody. When you go three stars, you don't you don't have Boogie Cousins signing with you every year. You don't have one of your stars. Well, and, and it's it's deal not like, even like Durant, who you know just prefers uh, to play on an All Star team. Well, did did you hear what he said? What recently? He came out and said that he doesn't get uh, Defensive Player of the Year votes or MVP votes anymore because there's so much haters out there. And uh, my girl, Rachel Nichols, uh, brought it out and said on the jump, I love her. Um, Yes. um, (laughs) On the mothership, yes. uh, That he doesn't get those votes anymore because he's on a super team. 
when you play with a bunch of all stars, you're not going to get those yes, votes, which makes perfect yes, sense. He's not it, valuable. It's it's, he, he's not it's that a, he's not valuable. He's part of a system. You're effort. always going to have people who look against you for that. Mm-hmm. You know, the sports writers. They're going to look against that. They want the but but that's that's what he other, was saying. Other players and the other thing that carries with that is your stats are always going to take a hit. Oh, for sure. Well, but it's like, do you, wouldn't you rather have? I get he's I get going the for championships going for that and having a good time and still doing well. Oh, which, by the way, if you do well, you can make that money up in endorsements because mm-hmm. if you're a star, you're gonna if you star and you win, you're gonna get more endorsements. Does he endorse anything? He's got the Nike, Nike deal. Well, yeah, everyone is good, a shoe deal. and they pump. Up. I know, but like he, he's he's yeah, a top but five the, shoe guy for them. Right, right. It's not. It's not like um, I'm not Andrew saying. Wiggins being Nike. Yeah, like like who like, is he with? Right, even but, like. In the, the local same, market, the KGs moved, but the KGs weren't big shoes nationally. But at no. the same time, like it's not like I see Kevin Durant endorsing chocolate milk or Kia or anything else that like his own friggin' teammates are endorsing. Like, well, because Steph Curry was at like three years yeah. ago, people thought he was the best player in the yes. league. They just forgot. Oh, LeBron and James most, is still here, and, yeah. and Kev, most, Steph Curry most, doesn't play defense. Most of these endorsement deals are like three to five, and they eat up a bunch. I know Durant has a couple. It's not coming off the top of my head like that. But, like, even look at, like, Clay He Tom- made a freaking movie. He's Clay marketable. Tom- yeah, like Clay Thompson, who they won't be able to afford. He's not going anywhere. You think he'll He's sign- not coming you think here. He'll- you think he'll sign a hometown discount in a, in a market like San Francisco? That costs they, they can afford anything. Living, no, no, no. Yeah. Because they have his bird rights. They can oh, match. So it's just the. It's, it's them paying the tax. That, that ownership group can pay that. Yep. And you got to think about. The money they're making now, and they made the last three years. And like, they're they going into the new arena, arena in 2019. Sweets. They're I mean, gonna apples out there. They have. Yeah. Like, well, didn't, didn't is there money in Silicon Valley? Yeah, I, a lot of money. Well, they're they're ahead of the curve on everything. Yeah, didn't you hear that? Um, uh, Zuckerberg's out there, right? The uh, okay, so so yeah. your uh, kind of got sidetracked. So there's, there's the possibility of the Covington deal, which I don't want because again, I think here's what I kind of like: like the third banana thing is hard, and clearly the Jimmy Wiggins. Cat three banana play doesn't work. No, <laughs> does not work. There's not enough ball to go around. They do too many similar things, and realistically, Jimmy is stunting the growth of the other two. I would 100 percent agree with that. So I would like they're uh, not I like him now. gone, and I like complementary pieces that fit sure. around him. Also loaded up with some. I wouldn't mind a draft pick or two, just because you're gonna need them because you're paying the two of them but, so much but money. But but Philly's going to be a late 20s pick. So it's like I don't I don't discount the picks. We're, we're picking up we're picking up all first 10 Big 10 guys in the second round. <laughs> we got it from Scott that that is doing the work. Who? Victor Oladipo. I'm just saying Big Ten players who've made a difference. Sure. Nick's actually talking a about a recent draft pick. Anyways. <laughs> so the the, the next one is So who else? Uh, that or Miami. The Miami, because the fact that he wants to go there, I think you can sucker more out of them. It's just like, what do you get? Do they work a three team? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want. Well, aren't Haslam. most big most big trades are three like, team deals? I don't no, want Haslam no, he three team he deals can't. almost never happen. You can't. It's hard because it has to be perfect. It's another puzzle piece. It's a, such a yeah. Haslam, I don't think would be included in the deal, and he doesn't fit with Coral. Like that would be a problem. So that, are you talking about Haslam or Whiteside? Whiteside. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, was I, was I was ripping off a Jake's trade. Yeah, he's like I think at Whiteside this point he's a coach. Fit. No, yeah. he doesn't. And so it's like, it's like, can Miami even put together a deal? Like it's going to include Kelly Olynyk, which it's like Kelly Olynyk would if you know if he's hitting three. Like there's potential there you could play him. 
on a front line. The, the wolves, but it's like we are. But by the way, are you taking Gorgie then? Like, because we already have we right. Todd for one more year. We got Gorgie making a ton of money. Well, like, I've I've like heard as much, as much a key to this deal. I think is, and it's only because of the money. It's not. It's less on Gorgie and it's more that contract. Yep. Three years. At, yep. at that dollar amount, fifty-two million. I think. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. For the amount he's gonna play, and he's mm-hmm. not really gonna get any better, I don't think. Like, that's a big deal. That was, and that was a bad signing. So, as much as you could try to dump him, which is why I think this is they're trying to probably do that, and this is gonna take a while to play out. That being said, then they'll trade him in like three days. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you think, <laughs> do you think, do you think it'll actually get done by the beginning of the season? And nothing would surprise me at this point. No. Like it could, it couldn't, like. If you're other teams, you're probably waiting, you know, you're almost waiting to see if somebody flinches and gives up too much. But, again, Zach, you make a great point. Nothing's coming out. It's it's all on uh, other teams and Jimmy's. Um, yeah, I, I, as of like two days ago, I thought it was going to be Miami. But I have no idea. I've heard um, Spolstra really wants him. He's yep. pushing hard because he fits that. Miami, like, hey, we're going to take your body fat percent, we're going to slim you down, and blah, 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 work hard, you know, um, kind of atmosphere they have on that team, but I, you know, I thought a uh, starting point, I've heard that they have not uh, thrown Josh Richards, uh, Richardson into the uh, trade, which, if he's not part of it, you don't do the trade. No. I, agree. I I don't know yeah. what you'd even be taking back at that point. You're looking at like, and I I need my NBA trade machine up to really get right, right. Uh, you know, one of and the greatest uh, toys at work ever. Like if um, you did a three team with Miami, where you sent out Teague, or, it'd have to be Teague because you get uh, Dragic back, and then uh, Richardson, Butler goes to Miami, Teague goes to Phoenix. Um, and then there's like draft picks and yeah. Gorgies maybe moved, blah blah Which blah. Is possible. I'm still heavy against the Dragic here trades because he's, he's 32. Is he that old? Yeah, he's 32. So it's like a, okay, he's gonna play out his contract, and then he's probably right. No, but that that like it just keeps me thinking is, of like how many sliding eras of players are you gonna have built around Cat and Wing? Is he a is he a Euro 32? So he's really like 36, or is he a normal person 32? My my yeah, thing is block. yeah I mean, exactly he could, he could be even older. Does he remember Chichetsku? My thing is I I love yeah, the I love the way he plays. He shoots the three, and let's say I mean he's gonna have value because he's a a shooting three point guard. Yes, you could trade him. Let's say you want to sign Tyus to a long term. Well, he also get to the bucket like. I yes. think anybody who knows me knows I wasn't thrilled with the Jeff Teague experience uh, last no. year. Did show some fire in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Which I would like to see more of that. I wonder how he would do with with a, a arguably increased role with Jimmy out. I mean, there was so much hesitation, though, with him, his game. There were so many uh, entry passes that were thrown out of bounds. Oh, like, God. the guy, nobody throws a worse entry pass to a 6'10". Well, and your point about, you know, the three, you like having the two um, uh, superstars and then, you know, role players. It works perfectly because if you look at the Warriors, they they have, well, now they have three 
kind of ball handlers. No, no, no. Uh, Durant kind of handles the ball, but he can also just spot up. Draymond and Curry run the offense. Clay is literally never dribbles, just shoots. So it's like the perfect mix of players. And I don't think Thomas wants to... I don't think Harden actually wanted to potentially go and find out if he can be that superstar, but I think I, I from everything he's ever said, Thompson doesn't want that. He no. doesn't want to go and see if he can be the man on a team. Durant is gone. There's no way that he's sticking around. He's going right. to New York in a year or two because he because he'll get, all, his, he'll all get he another t- ship or two and then go. Yeah, he he wants to prove that he can be the man on the team because that's that'll never be his team. Does he that, though? Yes. I, I'm at the oh Jake yes. Camp here. I don't think he I'm does because he was the man in Oklahoma City and he gave up on the fact that he was the man. Okay, but you don't follow the NBA like I do. After the championship, that's a good shot. I like that. It's true though. He after the championship, he said all he wanted to do was win a championship. But then once he got it. He didn't feel, feel fulfilled. It didn't accomplish what he was looking for. That's right. like me at the CeCe's Pizza Buffet <laughs> oh, in 2008. Christ. Like, I just wanted <laughs> the macaroni and cheese pizza, and I ate it, but I felt I wasn't Nothing getting inside, my, sure. I wasn't getting my 595 worth. Right. But that that's what I'm saying. Durant is looking for something. He needs to be the man. All right, I'll give you this. The only way I can see it happening is I think he's fully in on liking not carrying the load. But, but why? Why but does he keep he changed, signing just one year deals? Changes is because you can. Well, you can until you can't. Steph why Curry didn't. LeBron did. keep doing it because you can until you can't. He didn't with the Lakers. There's very few. What he's on a four year. That's right. Well, that I also think. I also think yes. that. No, I also no. think that he's good playing there for a while. Like that was as much of what everyone said about his, you know, movie his mogul. Oh, LeBron. Like, it's like for I want to sure. be in L.A. I don't want to be in Cleveland because he can go to a meeting on Tuesday morning, a high profile meeting. Right. He can't do that in Cleveland. Right. Well, it's true. But but he even said like the side. yeah the business, business the business takes care of itself. He's focused on basketball. He's not during the season. Uh, I, yeah. I get what you're, you're saying. Telling me still not. You're, you're oh send, sure, sure. You're gonna send I, the stoolie crew of Patrick Carter. I, I'm but, not gonna question it, it's what, funny, what LeBron. Hold on one second. It's funny how Space Jam. The second LeBron's in LA full time, yeah, it, it gets green lit. Like like there could have been. I've heard when Steph Curry was you know the man, um, that he might take over Blake Griffin for a period, oh, yeah. and then all of a sudden LeBron and he will slide in the next couple of years because there's. You know, as Michael Wilbon says, Father Time gets them all undefeated. 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 Um, yeah, the whole goal has to be for him with this setup is they get the the kids actually develop the Brandon Ingram's. Well, that or the draft picks, but the draft, the future draft. Or I'm picks, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the ball, free agents, ball kid, great. Who <sighs> who's going to be the free agents next year? Uh, Kevin Durant. But, yeah, exactly. Uh, Porzingis is resigning in New York. Even if he doesn't want to, he's yeah, he's stuck you, there. Well, no, no one else nobody, speaks Latin. Nobody, yeah. Nobody's nobody's leaving. Leaving. It's it's the NBA. Nobody gets out. Yeah, of yeah, e- exactly. Carl Towns. Even if exactly, deal. Clay Thompson. He ain't going anywhere. I think he's stuck, or he's not stuck. He's staying in Golden State. Um, Butler. He's a question mark. But Butler's LeBron James light. Like it makes no sense why you would. Yeah, add I don't him. think they would fit well together. No, not at you know, all. And and I still think that Butler is committed to 
him and his him and his moron friend uh, Kyrie Earth or Kyrie yeah. Irving. <laughs> right, could I totally see those two playing for the Nets and yes. running off so, twenty one win seasons did, and maybe being an eighth seed? In the did East? Did you yes, see his interview uh, recently? Um, talking about how he'd be a damn fool to leave Boston was at this, this on, point. Was this on an internet website? No, podcast? It, it, it was on ESPN. Listen, it, it was on it. the jump. He was I don't listen doing, to uh, podcast. again, again with uh, Rachel Nichols uh, mm. talking about uh, how he two o'clock central. Yeah, great. It show. was him and uh, Gordon with the Gordon. Gordon right? yeah, 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 yep. God, he's jacked. Um, yeah, he's huge. He's now. huge. I mean, he was, but like he's even bigger. But uh, he talked about how he'd be an idiot. You know, they, they've got such a bright future, which they do, but eventually. Who are you going to pay? Who are you not going to pay? Yep. Like, you know, your your boy Bill Simmons, you know, he me an idiot to leave. Um, but, hey, but, but. That former page two writer? <laughs> yeah. He's still in Common the man. Um, still in the business? But. These are my you, readers. You, you can't pay Hayward, uh, Kyrie, um, Jalen Brown. No. And Tatum. No. Oh, and the. Uh, Horford. Horford, yeah. Like, no. you can't pay him well, all. Horf- Horford's eventually going to come off and have to sign, like, cheapo deal. Uh, or they'll just bounce it. Well, he's towards the end of his Yes, run. like, he'll have to do something. But I think he's one know, of the guys that like holds that defense. Like, his next would be a mid-level exception. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Like, it, there's nice well-rounded. You, you're saying he goes from, like, $20 million a year to mid-level? He stay in Boston. Yeah, I guess. He could, go, he could go play for the Hawks again. They have a team, right? Hey, bring Kelly Olynyk back. Uh, who's the uh, the yeah, the the point guard they uh, drafted? Um, the Hawks? I don't know. I don't. The, Trey Young. Trey Young. I don't oh, watch the Hawks. I thought you were going to talk about Dennis Schreed. Or... Anyways, so back to the point. Butler, I like kind of like Nick was saying. I don't. Nothing would surprise me at this point because as of yesterday, I was hearing. Actually, today Houston was making a huge push yep. for him. I which... love I love that play. Let me tell you why. That's a, I, first off, I was incredibly impressed that Chris Paul and Harden didn't self destruct. The <laughs> fact that it worked, by the way, due to excellent coaching. The fact that uh, they play a part hold on. so much. They excellent coaching because they staggered the minutes. Yes, thank the you. The fact that one of them stays on the court at all times. Uh huh. And then thus they play. 15 minutes a game yep. apart yep. so they get their touches so it's not as much about so they run the offense the ball. yes, yes. Uh-huh. and it does really help having one of them with your second unit the entire time yep. it works fantastic you add Jimmy Butler to that mix there's not enough ball to go around like there's no way that works and they're they're all and Butler's like, not a spot like up shooter Paul can actually push yeah like Harden had that great year with before Paul because there was no one else. Like occasionally you do pass the. He ball. ran the but entire like, offense. But like that, there, there's a lot of black hole with the three of them on the court at once. Well, time. and you're forgetting Mello. He's well, there. He would, he would, oh, he's, yeah. yeah. Jesus. He would actually have to get time with the starters. Oh, so. oh. He will with one of them. Are we almost? Well, here's the thing, though. If they if they somehow manage to pull off a Butler trade, they're going to have to give up several. It'll be, it'll be Gordon because because they've already given up uh, the Great White Hope. Melo um, would have to play a more extensive role uh, if they uh, make that trade. Here's my deal with Melo. Okay, so he just has to stay yes. in the league for two more seasons until the 2020 Olympics, Ooh. and then he can be <laughs> the greatest Olympian. He can be Michael Phelps level. Say already, Olympian. yes. Yeah. Uh, Olympic uh, Melo is yeah, yeah like like it's crazy. Mello. He's a god. It's yeah, yeah. How, how 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 do you have how do you your one your job that you only do like once every four years you're one of the greatest of all time, but your regular job you're you just you're suck. potentially suck. Yeah. You, his you, his best year was with one of the greatest point guards of all time, Jason Kidd. 
And I guess his Denver years, when Chauncey was there, he was really good. Yes. He needs a strong point guard. So... To give him the ball continuously. This, yes. Well, no. Also, get him the ball in the right spots at the right time. And, so with him in Houston with two great point guards, yes. and it get, might work and out. And get other people the ball because so he's not a black hole. Not, it's not just like, oh, let's post him up. I, and, I love... Exactly. I love Westbrook's like fire, his... Fuck you attitude is just anger. I love his style of Because he, he's he Sith, Sith-esque. Screw you. What, um, uh, his style um, of dress? It's beautiful. I'm anyways. <laughs> You're wearing a carpet sample this is, with uh, a cotton It's very comfortable. It. I got this off of um, a packa. Actually, yeah. he was raised in the. He, he was he was going for a uh, Han Solo uh, on Hoth look. Dude, you look like a Rambler's basement right now. <laughs> I don't even know what your that dog means. is speaking in the microphone. No, you Anyways. look like a Rambler's basement, like um, old seventies rec room, rumpus room. Yeah, I'm in one right now. Let's get the Tito's out. Let's get the Jim Beam out. Tito's. Maybe some crackers and cheese. And I uh, olives on top. Ran by the uh, meat tray. After playing uh, tennis with Nick Miller at Andrews Park in Champlain, we went to the uh, Champlain Target. They have a liquor store now. Most Targets do. Uh, no. I, I can name two. Plymouth, Maple Plymouth. Grove. Plymouth, Maple Grove. Yeah, all the Targets I go to. That's three. Um, That's all Targets I've been to in the last, like, six months. There are other Targets. <laughs> Brooklyn Park, Brooklyn Center, Fridley. Those aren't Queen real Rapids. Targets. Oh, We're just making up cities They're right now. They're not suburban enough. Uh, anyways, yeah, they're outside of Nick's mythical 694 <laughs> loop. I like to stay in the 694-494 Northwest Corridor. Anyways, I I don't know how, and Houston has pulled off some crazy trades before, yeah. and they would definitely need to get a third team involved. Yep. I just don't know how it works. No. Eric Gordon is a perfect sixth man, take over some games here and there. I don't like him on the Wolves. No. It makes no freaking sense. What, he's talking about unit guy? Well, I mean, t- talking about um, age-wise, it doesn't mesh. Yeah. And that was my big concern with Butler is like, okay, if he's here four years, he can phase out into the second, third best player. And hopefully Wiggins and Cat will take that next yes. step. I have all the faith in him. Um, if, 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 let me throw this in here, something I'm glad we're going to probably move him. Probably. Who? Uh, Butler. Oh, sure. I could see. I thought you were I could talking easily Wiggins. see this guy kind of puttering through, maybe similar to last year, maybe an injury misses fifteen games, twenty games. I could easily see this guy playing sixty games, signing a monster contract, and playing sixty, seventy games of that contract. Yep, that's what and, people don't. And injuring out of the league. That's what people don't see. Like I was thinking about that the other day. He. He's a pretzel at this point. His his knee is... But it's, it's risk-reward. Uh, Look at Chris Paul. He just yep. signed a monster deal, but what are you going to do been not... waiting for him to fall. According are, are to you... his State Farm commercials, oh, his geez. twin brother could possibly anyways, play. Anyways. Um, so, okay, so we're at the anyways point. We've been... We've been talking about lifetime fitness official Jimmy Butler for the last half an hour. Where do you think he is going? I I think eventually it's gonna be Miami. I think they're gonna throw in Richardson, J the new J Rich, um, J Rich, Who Kelly the, Olenek, some sort. Of I think like I think realistically Danny in Ferry. in my oh, yeah. dream I I for now in the future it would be Josh Richardson who's on a team friendly deal, and it would be a three team trade with uh, the Suns where they they take Teague or Tyus whoever they want. Uh, Teague. Um, Teague. I I would Miami. say Teague, but but are you saying Miami's gonna take Gorgie's money and they get Butler and then yeah, H- let's get rid of and, everybody. well so Whiteside <laughs> I like that. Whiteside goes to Suns with Teague 
I don't have. I don't see. I just. This, I'm gonna preface this for the next pod. I don't have when he's still on the team. I do not have the NBA trade machine in front. Of right. Me. No, I'm a numbers guy. Uh, I gotta no. see if it matches. So up. so I some okay. If we still have to keep on Gorgie's contract, I'm fine with that. We're gonna. Um, it's probably if they somehow pull off. I, but I, if like, they got I rid of Teague, get, if they get halfway decent players and manage to get rid of Teague and Gorgie with yeah. Butler. It'd be the coup of NBA trade. So what I'm going to say won't. is, realistically, if you trade Teague and you get Richardson and Drogic back, I'd be happy with that because um, you can – I'm not saying you can always find a point guard. But if you have – if Wiggins actually takes the next step and Cat is as good and Richardson, who is good on defense and can shoot the three and potentially was Miami's best player last year mm-hmm. – um, and you've got Dragic, him, Butler, and Wiggins. I'm I'm happy with that. Let's see how this I'm goes. Bri- you I, know, and Gibson even, and Gorgie, Okay, you even know. if we move on from Teague, I and this is someone who did not want this guy drafted, did not want this guy drafted, and saw so we saw limited exposure of this last year with Tyus playing extended minutes. The yeah, if you look at the I advanced think, numbers, I think he's a good fit around these guys because. He care. He you can tell he's he, he does two things better than Jeff Teague. He gets other players involved. Yep. Because that's his. You can well, tell he doesn't he's hold on to the ball. Focus. No, the ball moves and he does stuff to get players. And he he locks and loads. He will fu- lock, load, and fire. Where Jeff Teague will hesitate, will not take it, will dribble. If Tyus can get an open, especially if he gets as he gets more comfortable and gets playing time, or if he hits a couple, and the guy's not a bad three point shooter. He's not bad, but he's not great. He's oh, yeah. you know, but that, that's I what I'm he's saying. Been working out at lifetime. Yeah, sure, this. sure. Metro, but, Bloomington, Eden Prairie. Why don't him and Jimmy just get together? Uh, well, it's, it's tough. I, the six ninety four, uh, sixty two uh, crosstown. It's really the traffic. That is, is a bitch. Bitch. Yeah. So I've heard Butler does like Tyus's uh, work ethic, but anyways. Um, so I for the future and now I like Richardson for the future. I like for like it it if Tibbs is actually trying to pull this trade off and it's not Taylor and he's looking at now I think Dragic fits this team better than Teague slash Butler because he moves the ball he shoots the three you can get more people involved. Richardson fills the need of a defensive wing who can shoot and you know. Now you've got Wiggins who can actually slash again, and you know your main offensive option goes back to being Cat because Cat, so many times last year in the fourth quarter, wouldn't touch the ball for ten minutes. Yes, disappeared. That makes no sense. You have a starting point guard in Jeff Teague who's not capable of getting him the ball. Nope. And then you have Butler who just holds the ball. Wiggins weren't capable of getting him the ball and hold the ball. So it it doesn't work when like you cannot give the guy enough touches. Right. We're talking, I want, like, a Shaq-level 2002 amount of touches. Also, the guy's an underrated passer. Yes. The guy, well, his rookie he, season, yes. he looked amazing. He just... But anyway, so Jake's saying Miami. I'm saying eventually Miami. Nick is saying... I'm going to say... I'm going to agree with this Miami take. So we have okay. consensus. Uh, outside chance uh, Vancouver Grizzlies, big country. <laughs> I was, I was oh. going to say, the dark horse everybody keeps talking about is Toronto. Toronto might jump in because because if Butler and Kawhi both don't re-sign, they just blow the team up anyways. Yeah, it's over. It's over. Well, you it's just okay. blow it up. Any anything could happen at this point. Like the, the if the phone is not ringing off the hook and being dialed out, collect of course. I don't one know what one not one doing. quick take because, um, 
I think Tibbs was tied to Butler. And yes. I, I don't think Tibbs is coming back. No. Do you think he – okay, during the press conference on Monday, media day, he talked about how they're going to make a deal if it's a good deal. Do you think all these reports are true or it's just uh, reports being he's reluctant to trade, he doesn't want to actually – he's trying to hold on to Butler. Do you think those are true or it's just other people creating stories – uh, other butlers, agents, other teams trying to get Glenn Taylor involved. It, it's hard to imagine because I've never seen a coach tied to a player like this. Like this is like some Michael. This is like CT Michael Jordan, Phil Jackson shit going on. It's just bizar- It's bizarre to me that like I mean I like Butler. He's obviously an all star, but this is. This is he's not going to win your team a fucking NBA title. No, I don't understand why Tibbs is. Choosing I, this ill to die on. I think it's like he's tied to him because it's the work ethic thing. It's the yep, attitude. It's thing. the attitude. He fits the Tibbs mold. He fits the the crazy eighties, nineties NBA that Tibbs wishes he was coaching. Right. Yeah. And like, that he, he can run and it just doesn't work. Well and and people forget it wasn't NBA. the Warriors Steph Curry wasn't drafted, Clay Thompson weren't they they were not, you know, drafted and then the next year winning NBA titles. It right. does take four no. or five years. No. For like, there's a reason young teams never actually make it in the playoffs. There's you know the, that that curve of yes. okay, you know, and Towns is what twenty two. Yes, Wiggins is twenty three. Like these guys are still babies. This fourth season, yeah, you've got to give these. Like he's not even yes. hitting his prime for another five years. You've got to see what the two of them can do without Butler. On mm-hmm. And 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 Wiggins probably there's like I'd say a ninety percent chance he never hits his ceiling. But there's that 10% chance where maybe he does. Look yes. at DeMar yes. DeRozan. Last year was the first year he started hitting threes at a decent rate, and yep. he's, what, 27, 28? Well, yeah, because that's the thing is if you actually do, you know, get off Fortnite and actually put his, yeah. like the good, the best I've NBA heard his players, work ethic isn't bad. The it's just NBA the player, in-game motors. The best NBA players try to pick up one thing. They, every they, year, they every offseason. But let me pick up one thing. Yep. I know that we both we always talk about this great player like Kobe Bryant picking up oh, a little post game late in his career. <laughs> maybe a little left hand you know working but it's it is true it's the one thing and you can really really work on it to try to pick up one thing but these guys are both super talented one all the tools in the toolbox they're they're, they're like like you well, gotta and, see where they can play out in I their I will say Wiggins was on that curve look at his first year all flip Saunders you know did that first year was. Feed him the ball. Post up. Post up. Mm-hmm. The yeah. second year, I watched every single game. He did not post up no. really at all. And the guys, Even the games the guys, against Memphis? His second year? Yes. No, he didn't post up. Why would you watch I don't, Why would you watch him play Memphis? I don't fully remember. Because I'm a hardcore fan. I don't fully oh. remember all the Memphis games, but that's a, that's a team <laughs> that's usually that has been stocked in the <laughs> guard Memphis. center division. Not a lot of great wing potential. Uh, Here's the thing. He's, why he's, the fuck do we care about Memphis? He's usually... I just like watching Timberwolves basketball. They, uh, their I like former, their former coach was from Staples, Minnesota. Go yeah. Cards. Um, you remember when Timberwolves almost got him when Flip was still here? Yeah. Yes. And, and Glenn said, what are they going to give us to yes. take his contract? Yes, because Glenn is a businessman. He's a billionaire. He's a billionaire. He runs a Glenn. town like Old Man Potter. That's true. Mankato, Minnesota <laughs> is, is Taylorville. Yeah. Um, 
But and we all know you got you you, you think back uh, the Marbury trade the Joe Smith secret contract oh, Glenn Taylor geez. makes fantastic deals. You, you know you know what the Joe Smith the, I seriously was the most delusional probably eighteen year old when the Joe Smith shit happened. I remember I took the newspaper clipping and wrote guaranteed NBA title and stuck it. Oh. In the- <laughs> that listen getting, getting upgrading Gugliotta for Joe Smith who never. Oh, more than a role player in the league. Uh, so and then Glenn's the secret deal. I, I knew. I knew my uncle. I, I won't say his name. My uncle was racist when he talked about when Which Joe's all the uncles were right. Well, uh, was racist when he talked about how he had nappy hair and he didn't like oh. it. <laughs> Speaking of Joe Smith's hair, so <laughs> so I. Uh, I was just gonna say I liked it. It was I did too. Yeah. No. There, so so. Uh, you know, we always joke about local Minneapolis TV. Um, yes, it, Care 11. Yeah, but, but how it's like the biggest deal in the entire world. Um, it is. I, local I, media is. One time before a Summerfest concert, I sat in my hotel room in suburban Milwaukee and pounded out about a 12-pack of Lining Kugels. Mm. And the Lining's o- original? Yeah. Light. Light? Okay. And, and the only thing that was on TV for some reason was Channel 4 in Milwaukee constantly playing a clip of Joe Smith getting his haircut at a barber shop. Mm. Like, it would repeat every half an hour. And it, how far have you fallen if you're Joe Smith and you're getting, and that, that's your, your ceiling is local news at 3 o'clock during the summer, but you're getting your haircut. I mean, the Ray Allen trade did, did put them in a negative place. You know, it did really take down the franchise. I think that's that's about all you got. That franchise hasn't been successful since uh, Jabbar changed his last name. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, they had a few years, but... I mean, there was like there was like a one a shining moment point when they had Ray Allen. They had the big dog. They had the big dog. The big dog getting paid out of Purdue, mind you. Getting paid. He signed, well, at the time it was probably a $15 million contract. I think it was, no, I think it, his rookie contract was like one of those six, seven-year deals. Hold on, Conrad Thompson. The six, seven-year deals. I think he was getting like $40 million for like six, seven years as a rookie. Ugh. Like, just outstanding. But that was back before they realized, oh, wait, most of these guys don't pan out. We got to put the cap on. Not to mention the good ones get endorsement deals anyways to make up for it. And then your second contract is where you get paid. That 90s basketball like was just dominated by like three people. And the fact that... Who are these three, Jay? Yes, who are the three people who dominated 90s basketball? Isaiah Thomas, Hakeem Olajuwon, and Michael Jordan. God, I wanted you to not say Jordan so bad. <laughs> well, I wanted you not to say a guy who won six titles. Mind you... Six. Those are the only people that want... By the way, way, let's just chop up Jake's take there. Can you put Scottie Pippen below Hakeem Olajuwon and Isaiah Thomas? Yeah. Well, and and on top of it... Above Isaiah. And on top of it, Isaiah, those bad boys teams were late 80s, early 90s. That's true. Carl Malone, I think, dominated the 90s more so... Yeah, he did. Yeah, like... Isaiah, the first couple years, they, they won the first couple titles in the 90s. Um... Yeah, it, it limped into there, but, See, but Isaiah Car- didn't exactly have a long-lasting career. No. And, and Carl Not to Malone, mention, he has no gold medals. No. And, and Carl Malone has a oh my diamond God. butter. How did he not... Oh, jeez. Um, how did he not... Christian Leitner made those teams. How did... Oh, it was beef with Jordan. People don't like... Uh-huh. Know, people don't like you, you don't make the squad. You know, you know who the 13th man on that team was? It was not Isaiah. It was Charles Oakley. 
Because Jordan needed someone yeah, to Oak. carry his cigars. And Wait, he wasn't on that team. Oh, he almost was. Oak, okay. Oak did go to Oak Barcelona. He was there. Oh, sure. He he actually Oak made $40 million dollars off of uh, Barkley. Okay, they were so betting to, so, on Highline. So, to wrap yes. up this ramble of God only knows what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Which waiter you think is um, going to come out first? Who has the fronton, Oak? I got bet the waiter with the black so, hair. They all have does, black hair, Chuck. <laughs> Oops. Does t- Tibbs make it past this year? No. No. No, okay. No. We're all in agreement on that. No. And he does not walk off with 24 with... Oh, you think they're going to buy out? walk off. Or you think they're going to come to an agreement? Here, here's I, th- th- I think that there's going to either... Either he's going to leave, they're going to... The best case is buy out, or, or Uncle Glenn is going to try to fire him with cause. Do you Do you believe... Oh. Do you... Well, there, yes, we're talking... What Alan cause? A, what Kiffin. cause? You sucking? I've, like? heard, I've heard... I've talked to a couple local attorneys, not at Lifetime, oh, who have told me that the, just the fact that, that, that there could be areas with this trade and what he knew and what Butler told him and sure, that, he kept sure. that they would look to. And let me tell you something. I know a little something about Taylorville. That guy knows how to pinch a penny. Here's the question. Like nobody's business. He is not going to cut that guy a check for the full two more remaining years on his deal. Here, here's the thing, though. Um, is it going to be some Georgetown prep Devil's Triangle things are going to come out <laughs> during the uh, mm. during the the uh, Tibbs hearing that we might I would get. Lo- first off, I would love for a live Tibbs hearing at oh, God. Target Center. Who would I think that'd be a great that? off season. I gotta think like D'Amico and some. Uh, D'Amico would be good. You think? I think Tibbs likes the Italian food. I mean, yeah. he's been to Chicago. He's got nice Italian catering. I've had a fantastic spread. I've he had likes the Giardinero. I can't even say it. I love it, but the Giardinero, the, the Italian the, beef. The tri- or... Ooh, maybe some Gio's pizzas thrown mm. in there. I um. You know how I feel about that. Glenn goes. Rachel's parents. Goes Green Mill Deep. Oh jeez. Not even Devonis. Tough break, bro. Not even oh, Devonis. There's a sponsor um, lost. All right, so we're we're in agreement. He's gone after this mm-hmm. year. Is there any chance he does not? I know Nick. You've talked not on this podcast. Um, uh, behind in the streets. Yeah, sure. Uh, the streets <laughs> is watching. Before we went live, uh, your hot take, um, was that Ryan Saunders would. I have the master take, plan. Sure, sure. Take plan. over Butler. Do you think that's just him taking over for the year, or do you think that, hey, he's young, he's hot, he's since, L.A. Rams since, head coach? Since I've, yes. It's, it's since I've made this take, this hot take, yep. about 10 days ago, this is not the second time it's been brought up. I've heard it brought up by other people. I've heard it circulating. Especially, like, the... If somehow, like... You can't say with 100% confidence that something doesn't completely melt down and Tibbs isn't coaching this team on opening night. Do, do you believe the reports that he said he'd rather not coach than uh, trade Jimmy Butler? The only universe where it really melts down is if it drags out and all of a sudden Glenn makes the trade by himself. Oh, jeez. I'm, I'm scared that's going to happen. He's been traded to... I, I can Phoenix see it. I, for random parts or like it's gonna be Houston for Eric Gordon. He's been and like draft comedy. He's been traded to Utah for Ricky Rubio oh. and something else. Could he trade us for some of those gorgeous jerseys that look like a sunset? Yes. Why not? God, they're so pretty. Have ones. you seen the black ones they're bringing back from the nineties? They're oh yeah, the black Utah. No, the, oh, oh, the I thought black we were talking about Utah. No, 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 oh, sorry. Black wolves. The black the Utah. Black Utah is a misnomer unless you're in the Salt Lake City. Anyways, so. 
We're That's both so deep, okay. I think Tibbs deep Romney Utah knowledge right there. I think Boston Butler market. will be traded before the season. I think Tibbs will his hand will be forced. He will finish out this year and then be fired. Because there were reports that if the Wolves which is so dumb, um, if the Wolves didn't make the playoffs, that there was gonna be a shakeup. Tibbs yeah. might have lost his president role, he would have just been the coach, which is so dumb. They made it by a game. If you yes. had that little faith in him, you know, not making the playoffs versus not making the playoffs over a game, why don't you just strip him of it or whatever the shape up? I agree. Shake Especially up was when you're be. gonna move the coach, you bring in Nick Schaefer as president of basketball <laughs> well, operations. Bill Simmons. Now, he's got the game plan. I've got the game plan. Ryan Saunders. We're going with a youth movement. Not only on the front line, but in the front office, in the court. Like That's a it. great sales package across the board. I've seen Nick Schaefer in a suit. He, he really well, Listen, well. I can get... I've got a few uh, tricks up my sleeve. I'll get Rubio back here. How many 115-pound <laughs> blonde secretaries would you have <laughs> in that office? If you uh, took over that presidency role. you ever seen the movie Charlie Wilson's War? Yes. Oh, jeez. Now you're going to have a male on the staff. <laughs> Why? Um, so, Why? if you could, really quick, one la- the, the I've already said this before, but I if you could, I, I thought I teed up the pop culture second. I know, I know, you did, I know, but I, there would, if there was one, um, if you could redo last offseason, I, okay. I, I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to do. Okay. What would you do differently, Nick Schaefer? Go. Uh, don't trade Rubio. Sure. So obviously, then you don't sign Jeff Teague. Yep. And Do you still bring in Taj? You know, hindsight being twenty twenty. I actually like the Taj move. Sure. Honestly, Taj the, Taj, the Taj move without the Butler trade. Oh. Um. Since I do, you then pay Zach Levine this summer. I would have to have seen what he did last year because here's here's. Let's say he has the same season he had no. with the Bulls. Nope. I you watch, let him walk. I watch him sign that you, Kings deal. And Kings I say, deal, and you best say best of luck. Yes. So because you're you're banking thing. on marketing Mark and, and done. Yes. Okay. I love, but then you've got Tyus Dunn, and I guess Rubio. Is that is that worse than what we have now? No. Is that worse? See, a little bit because they're not playing. Here's you the don't thing, know I what like you got. I've seen a season, and you, I think. Levine fits so well with this group, and I think if I would really like to have seen what a Rubio run offense. Oh God! What I got? What him averaging twelve points a game and eleven assists. Well, but like, here's it, him pushing the ball and working it out, and you know what? If the team plays better and he's more comfortable, what that shooting, where that shooting goes, because I think it would go up. And I, I, I would just I, like to have seen what that could do because what you what you don't need. Whereas, look at we come into this season. I mean, say you know, the the ball's going up. Whether it's Jimmy Butler or it's Zach Levine, mm-hmm. ball's going up. Yeah, there, there's shots there. Yeah, yeah, What you don't need out of a point, the point guard position of all positions, Scoring. the point guard positions with that with three twenty plus point scores in the lineup is another guy who you're going. Well, he's coming in averaging in the high teens. Yep, the mid to high teens. You do, and that's his pedigree. You don't need that. Well, and and my thing with. Rubio reading reports out of Utah is they took him off the ball and he took him a while to accept the offense of somebody's now a playmaker making plays for him and then when he gets the ball he can either score or make plays for other people so you know Quinn Snyder great coach great offensive mind great hair yes I think it's you know just best hair best are you Trump someone's best hair (laughs) 
Oh, wait. Anyways. Um, so, <laughs> Great um, deals. So the best deals. I, I, I would say yes. I think Rubio's contract, everybody said it was going to be team-friendly by the end of it. S-14, and it yes. It's yes, fantastic. It's, it's $3 million Yes. Team. And here's, here's the and other Teague, thing. And Teague, you can't tell me, yes, Teague is more offensive-minded, but he was so hesitant last year. Scoring-minded. Yeah. See, not off, and you know what? By the way, Utah worked Ricky back into... Towards the end of the year in the yep. playoffs, more and he ball handling great. responsibility. It was almost like that lapse made him better with the ball. Well, it, it was, decisions. and you, he doesn't have to dribble into the lane nope. immediately to start the shot clock every time, or sit up and power dribble. Like it's like you okay, can go if you have an opportunity, go yeah. for it. But you can initiate the offense by just bringing it up and giving it to someone, and then making your transition cut mm-hmm. and your flow. And it's amazing how. Okay, okay, so not to cut you, not to cut <laughs> yeah. you off. No, you I should. Agree. I'm going you to should. I agree. So, Let's so cut Nick, the guy Nick, who... Nick would say uh, not trade Rubio, not sign trade uh, Teague, no. don't do the Butler trade no. in Teague hindsight. Trade. What are you, uh, trade? yes, what, what yeah. would Jake? Like, well, seeing you... as though I bought a $25 Chinese knockoff Butler jersey, it's hard for me to, it's hard mm-hmm. for me to say don't trade for Butler, but at the same time, it didn't do anything. Like there, there's they made the playoffs. They, I don't think they make the playoffs if they that's keep true. That and it, well, if he's I agree. if he's if he's healthy, I mean they probably they, the three third seed, seed fourth but, seed at worst. But at the same time, I don't know. Are, 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 it's hard to say. I say I say make the Butler trade, but somehow keep Rubio, and just roll with that. I mean, it's probably going to be a disaster. But is it that much worse than what the with, fuck happened with Rubio distributing? And you know Tibbs hates him, so there's less minutes. <laughs> right. So well, he's probably playing Tyus, 15 minutes which I liked again. what I saw. Kind of almost a similar mold with better shooting capability. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's true. Less, less. Except not Rubio, passer, Rubio was pretty good at threes last year. That's true. Yeah, I think he was in a ha- he was in a better place and happier. I yes. think it, uh, it helps not having a raving lunatic screaming yep. at you every Oish. play Oish. all the time. Um, just letting them play. They're NBA players. They have you have the offense you want installed. Mm-hmm. Let them play. Yep. He but was he was screaming at Rubio just because every time he saw him, it reminded him of Tapas Hour at Solera when it closed. Mm. He was very upset. Mm. That's true. As much time as he spent here in the early nineties. Oh jeez. Yeah. Anyways, sure. okay. So Jake does make the Butler trade. Don't trade I Rubio. See Rubio no. and I get mad for other reasons. Well, because do you, do you then sign Taj still, or I'm sorry, T. No. Oh, I'm sorry, Tosh. Yeah, no. Yeah, yes, Tosh we want... Yeah, it's David Constell. We want all the point guards. <laughs> yes. Well, we can't have enough point center. guards. Anyways. Okay, no, so, we're talking about T. Yeah, yeah. Play all three uh, do you sign Tosh? Tosh is a, great, is a decent bench player. I say you sign Tosh. Two years, well, 24. Yeah. You yeah. It's somebody, not that bad. You gotta pay somebody. So, yeah. I go... Still make the Butler trade because even if you have to trade him this year, it's... The hate of the Butler trade is heavily hindsight. I, I think you still People you're were excited about fences. it. Yes. I was you're very excited. I fences. bought a Chinese jersey. Markinen might be an okay player. Levine's still a huge question mark. And Dunn's 25. He's not a prospect. Dunn no. also was horrible, horrible offensively. So bad. Here, here's my deal with Levine. It's the same thing with Butler. It's like, is he is is his knee going to hold? Yeah. I think he'll be fine. I love ACL surgery. It's fine. It's yep. fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you're playing at Look a high at level, like Sean Livingston yeah. had one of the most gr- gruesome yes. leg injuries ever, and he's winning championships uh-huh. now. But anyway, so you still do the Butler yeah. trade because you always swing for the fences, especially right. when you have three question marks. I think you don't trade Rubio, especially when you're just paying 
Teague more money and he's not that much year, yeah. of an upgrade. And the third uh, third year is yep. guaranteed. Yep. And I I love the Taj signing, but I think you swing for the fence and you go Millsap. Ooh, that'd be Mil- interesting. Millsap was injured a lot last year, but he's got a. If you give him the same contract, he's got a team option for the third year, so it's only a two-year deal. Yeah. And he, he's he offensively better than Teague. Or, I'm sorry, Taja. He, yeah. You're just yeah. a I, I know, I know. I know. Um, I, he, he can, team. yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. They, you don't have to get <laughs> upset about it. Whoa, man. put that green belt <laughs> anyway, down there, huh? Uh, uh, he can shoot the three. He plays better next to Cat without question. It's not even close. Uh, so many times last year, Gorgi or Taj would get in the way of Cat when he tried to drive. Yes. He, I think long-term, they need to figure out who's going to play next to him. Gorgi's been working on his outside. Oh, uh, okay. Really? Okay. Yeah. Anyways. I saw him hit a three from the corner last year, and it was one of the best things I ever saw. It's he like, does That should not yeah. happen. You know, it's shot, like it's I, like a Jake Eichel set, yeah. set shot. And it is. He, like, rears uh, back. and. Oh, it's... I'm not Shane Gill, guys. Also Come on always, here. He also always, well, the first time he touches the ball outside of the arc, <laughs> the half court. Well, yeah. Hey, 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 asshole. Shooters Anyways, gotta shoot. So, even though. I agree with that. I, I don't know the, about uh, a check before you've taken the, a shot. The <laughs> <laughs> segue into uh, our, our pop culture uh, spot of the show. Um, we go around the table, let, let everybody take a, uh, you know, minute into their. Pop culture topic. We'll, we'll swing with Jake. Wait, oh no, wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna off, pass we, the book on this. Jake League because you have one prepared. Yeah. Okay. So I, I don't. Yeah. So are you, this, this was yeah, this was a lead. My own. Follow. Get out of the way. Um, with my Lee Iacocca moment. Um, that's a. Com- I want to talk about Lee Iacocca. <laughs> that so, K car bitch. Such so, a great book. This was a little bit of a thread between us, but. Is the MCU comic book movies over? I will start it off and say no, at least Marvel-wise, because the way they set up their movies is so perfect. So an Ant-Man movie doesn't need to be a $100 million opening weekend because the budgets are lower. The way they have it set up with how they run it is perfect will it eventually fade out yes it's not always going to be this popular but they're now branching off into genre movies they're making coming of age teen movies with the spider-man they're making straight comedies with thor ragnarok they're making you know these amazing just coming of age movies with black panther and then they're making infinity war which is black panther's a coming of age movie well it's you know black culture and what what i think it's more of a black power movie well okay Uh, sure the black the the wakanda came of age yeah but but and then uh infinity war is the culmination of 10 years it's essentially a tv series you're getting this payoff they aren't holding your hand and saying hey who this character it's it's perfect so Yes, will it be different over the next five to ten years because you're going to phase out your Robert Downey Jr.'s and your white male leads and you're going to get some, you know, black and female characters leading the series? Yes. What? But but I think in the long run, this will just, you know, give us many more years of success for the MCU. I I think that everything has to end eventually. But the thing, my biggest gripe for the longest time was that everything was tied in. 
And I had to follow everything from. I felt like I needed to follow everything oh, in the Marvel. So you're person. you're the average fan yeah. that feels overwhelmed by but the too many three to, to four shirts. Yes, not sure. on TNT but, fast oh. enough. The edits throw you <laughs> off. But but here's the deal. Recently, I've, I've I've liked the fact that I can sit down and watch Avengers, and I don't have to watch fucking Ant Man because I mean it's a great yeah, film. I like Paul great, Rudd. Great heist comedy. I like Paul Rudd, but I don't have time to sit and watch Ant Man. I have to. You know, change diapers and play with my wrestling dolls, things like that. <laughs> and my thing is, is that it just has to end eventually. The Roman Empire fell. The United States is about to fall. I mean, come on. So you didn't read comics growing up. Um, I didn't read a ton, but I did follow the the cartoons and the comics. They I follow X Men. Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, they they can have different runs. They can go in and out of stories. Right. There can be different. Look at Logan kind of followed the X-Men franchise, but it didn't. Um, any, 